Hi everybody, welcome to the Here to Ask podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kay. Everybody has a story to tell and I'm here to ask all that because I'm here to ask. Join me each and every Monday as I ask people from different walks of life, be it your celebrities, normal people, doctors, teachers, street vendors, family and friends and I ask them weird questions, random questions, be it funny, whatever it may be. Do join me each and every Monday as I ask these questions and I get to know what shape the people that they are today and where they come from and where they aspire to go. Do not miss out. Thank you for listening. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Here to Us podcast with me, your host, Michelle Kay. Today, I am joined by Mahiba Modupe. Now, she is a recipe developer. She's a food blogger. She does product reviews, and she's a private chef, also known as the lazy chef she's joining me via zoom today we're going to be talking about herself what she does all things food today so yeah listen in and don't go anyway thank you Mahiba. thank you so much for coming to the here to us podcast hi and thank you so much for having me it's my pleasure actually it's my pleasure because wow your page is incredible the food oh my goodness <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. So here on the Here to Us podcast, I like to play a little game called the yay or nay segment, whereby I'll be asking you things that are in line with what you do. And you tell me if it's a yay or nay. Basically, we're just setting the record straight. Are you ready? Yes. Is it a yay or a nay that your love for cooking can still be intact after cooking for like 10 or 8 hours in a day? Yay. <laughs> that's so impossible i i literally don't like talking like more than eight hours i wouldn't be here i'll be like ah nah i'm done but that is remarkable though i like that can you please tell me about yourself who you are and where you come from um my name is Mahiba Mujupi, as you've already said um i also go by the lazy chef i'm originally from Botabelo. it is a township in the free state and then i went to school in bloemfontein i went to varsity in bloemfontein moved to cape town to do my training mm-hmm. and then when i was at school i moved back to bloemfontein and started working for a company that i cannot mention and then after a year i left that company and i started my page on instagram no, i had the page while i was still in varsity but i wasn't really focusing that much on it but when i left the workplace then I, st- I had time on my hands and I just started posting more on the page and then that's when I started getting like attention and I started getting like work from it and then I just decided to become a private chef full time. must be nice to be able to do what you love, hey? Uh, it is amazing, but it comes with its challenges, but <laughs> it is very fulfilling. I uh, must say it's very fulfilling. All right. So when did you decide to become a private chef? I've always been obsessed with food. I can't think of a time where I wasn't obsessed with food. And I've always known that I want to do whatever job I do in the end. I wanted to have food Mm. somehow linked to it. Like I've never been interested in other jobs. Actually, when I think about it, you know how in primary they will ask you, Oh, what do you want to be? Yeah. Everyone's like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a nurse. I've wasted. I want to be a chef. And it ended there. Nothing else. 
I am not interested in being a doctor, in being a nurse, none of that. You I've just want to shift yeah all right so hearing the story i'm now a little bit confused now can we say who can we say inspired you or motivated you was it something that you just wanted to do or something that you saw on tv or where did the whole shift thing come from there's this thing called for peace i don't know what it's called in english where when we are young we take like me and my friends you each come with an ingredient from home and then you guys cook it you take like um those tins that you buy big bean yeah and then we cook those and then we just eat that's what i'm saying i've always loved food like literally from that time oh, wow. i've been cooking ever since there hasn't been time where i was like oh, oh maybe i like this i've always liked food but i didn't know at that time that oh you can be a chef blah blah i just knew that you, you can like cook food. and you can get a job cooking mm-hmm. but i didn't know that it's called being a chef until I got to school and I was like, oh, it's actually a career and I can make a living and I was like, I want to do this. <laughs> At least you're not one of those people who was who was going to say, ah, I saw a video of Gordon Ramsay, so I was like, yeah, I want to become a <laughs> chef. <laughs> no, I had no idea who Gordon Ramsay is until <laughs> like end of primary. Yeah, by the end of primary, that's when I got access to like DSTV because we didn't have that when I was yeah. growing we had TV and there weren't really any chefs and stuff like that on like normal regular television that we grew up on. Then only when we got DSTV was I like, oh, okay. So does, that, does this all mean that you were not really trained, you are a self-trained chef? No, I am trained. I went to school for it. Oh. I loved it so much that I went to school for it oh. when I finished my matrix. Right. Yes. You know how everybody has a ritual whenever they are doing something like me, whenever I want to do my podcast, I do a lot of crazy things over here that I'm not really going to mention. But (laughs) I know a lot of people do a lot of crazy things before they do their things. I want to know what's your ritual? What do you do before you start preparing a dish? It will depend what it is that I'm doing. If I'm cooking just for myself, then my ritual is going through the whole fridge. Because I never really know what I'm making until I get into the kitchen and I open the fridge. That's the other thing. If I'm cooking for clients, then I go there knowing what I'm doing. So I don't really have like a crazy ritual or or like a certain that I make. Just that I don't sleep when I'm working, which is very bad. But I struggle with sleeping when I'm working. I can be up for like two or three days straight, which is very weird. But yeah, I know. (laughs) And speaking of preparing dishes, what's your signature dish? Oh, that depends who you're asking in my life, actually. For myself, anything with stamp is a signature dish. For me, friends, anything that has pasta. Like, I make really nice pasta. So my friends, pastas, my sister and my cousins, I know they love my wings. Can't really say this is like one specific thing that is like... There's a lot. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> just depends who you're talking to or who am I making it for at that time. But I make really, really, really nice pasta. So let's just say pasta for now. Mm, all right. And I do love pasta, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to be visiting and eating some of that pasta. Yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are the three things that you uh, that you can't do without in the kitchen? Like three tools. I can't do with my knife. That is like my most important thing. Yeah, definitely. It's 
spatula and a chopping board. I think hmm. those are the, like my main three things. And what do you love most about what you do? One, I love educating people about food. I love getting people to try new things because yeah. that really excites me. I also love using like our normal ingredients that we grew up with and reinventing them in a different way and giving people the opportunity to try them and enjoy them in a different way than we are used to normally. That is like the one thing that actually excites me a lot. When I cook something that we used to eat in a certain way and then I make it in a different way and I just look at you and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> now what? <laughs> I absolutely love what you do. I mean, not only because I get, you get to eat it at the end of the preparation, but you know, it's still a nice job. I mean, who wouldn't want to be a chef or who wouldn't want, who wouldn't want to be involved with the chef? You get free food, you know what I mean? Not all the time. <laughs> you see, that's the other thing. Not all. I don't cook all the time. Like I have, I have times where I just don't feel like cooking. Like this week, last week I was working and I was shooting the whole week. Even I was cooking every day for most of the day. So this week, I don't even want to look at anything in the kitchen, but I have to cook, but I'd rather not. So yeah, yeah. you want to take some time out. <laughs> yeah. So for my listeners who are listening out there, who are maybe still in culinary school or who are thinking about becoming chefs, what skills would you say that they need to become a nice chef, a proper chef? Honestly, there aren't any like solid, I can't say you must have one, two, three. Mm-hmm. because different things work for different people yeah. but the one thing that I was told coming in it's not really a skill per se but it's the one thing that has helped me so far is that you must be like a sponge so literally in every environment that you find yourself in every kitchen that you find yourself or any places you find yourself use that use that as an opportunity to learn because you can always learn something from someone else you never know everything so that is like my one thing i can be around someone who's like oh, i'm not a professional chef i'm just like well i'm gonna learn there is no way i know everything and there is no way anyone knows everything and also you must have respect for your profession and you must know the basics by heart so whoever is in school and is learning they must learn and remember the basics because that's literally what carries you throughout your career all right so what challenges do you normally come across um as a chef as a private chef there isn't really where i come from in drumfontein there isn't really like a market or a space for private chefs. like in a case where let's say i want to apply for like big tenders and stuff like that then there is literally no criteria set for such people so it's very frustrating it's always that thing of you come as your own and you are your I am my business as I am me walking and there is no space no exceptions there's literally nothing put in place Mm -hmm. for people that do what I do so most of our career is us knocking on doors trying to open doors or kick down or kick down doors so that we can work for ourselves and grow the private chef industry in South Africa. Yeah. No, I definitely hear you. And what four ingredients would you say are necessary to have in your kitchen in particular? Cream. I'm obsessed with cream meals. So cream is like my go-to for everything. Mm-hmm. A can of tomatoes because mm-hmm. that literally can save 
any meal. That is my go-to. You see, a can of tomatoes or a can of chakalaka, you can save any meal with two things. Fresh herbs, definitely. Garlic. <laughs> obsessed with garlic. <laughs> yeah, at least we've got one thing in common. I love garlic. I used to hate it when my mom would put a lot of it. But now I'm like the biggest fan. I can't eat anything without garlic in it. I really love that. I never used to eat it. Um, When I was young, man. There's this other restaurant, I don't know if you know it, but I wrote to have like garlic on their table. So, yeah. So, when you walk past the restaurant, it would reek of garlic. And I used to say, I hate this place. And now it's like one of my favorite places to eat. I I'm just like, Ish, you know, when you are young and you don't know any better, yes. I take it all back. <laughs> That's exactly what my yeah. mom would say. You don't know nice things, Wena. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we've talked about the things that you'd absolutely have in your, the ingredients that you'd absolutely have in your kitchen. What would you say is the most difficult ingredient to work with? Fresh fish for Mm. me. That, like, the part where you have to clean it. Like, oh, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate cleaning fresh fish. It's amazing to cook, but, yo, the process of cleaning it, getting it, it's not worth it. Hey, yeah, no, that is like my one. Even at home, they know, like, do not make me clean fish. I will not do it. And the stench. So, uh, that's totally, like the one thing. I totally understand where yeah. you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. So, your name, your Instagram name is The Lazy Chef. I mean, what what's that about? What What's the idea behind the name The Lazy Chef? started as a food page that was meant for lazy people oh so i was gonna yeah the page was gonna be to help lazy people cook like yummy meals in a fraction of the time that they normally make the name and then the name stuck and people started calling me the lazy chef i was like well here we go (laughs) yeah so i've been that's how it started and the name stuck so yeah Mm, here we are All right. And right now, who would you say uh, is your biggest supporter? I can't really pinpoint one person. Like uh-huh. yesterday, I asked my sister, I was going through what she sent me and I was like, um, who is my biggest supporter? And my sister was like, well, I am. And then my partner was like, well, I am. Oh. And my friends <laughs> also say, well, I am. So it's really honestly like a mixture of people around me. Yeah. I can't be like, oh, it's my sister. Like every single one of them is really my biggest supporter in a different way that my whole career and me, I'm honestly carried by the support of everyone around me. That oh. is, so I can't really pick point and say this one person because everyone is contributing and supporting in their own specific way. What's the funniest kitchen incident that you've had um, so far? Ooh, um, when I was still doing my training, <laughs> we used to work really odd hours. Like our shifts would start at like 10 a.m. and then you finish at like 12 a.m. the next day or 1 a.m. the next day. So you were working literally the whole day. And then this one time, I don't know why we decided we had a really tough shift. And then, and then after we'd be like, ah, oh, let's just go get a drink so we can wind down. And one drink turned into many drinks. And then I had to be at work the next day at like 10 a.m. And I think I went home at like 6 a.m. or something like that. I slept for like a few hours. And then when we got to work, mm-hmm. you know, I was shaking so bad. I'm I'm dehydrated I haven't slept and the first thing the chef says when I 
into the kitchen. It's like, chef, can you please take care of the canapes? So canapes are like really like small, like bite-sized snacks, if I can call them that, like bite-sized food items All that right. you have to make. So you can just imagine like they're really small. My hands are shaking and you need to be <laughs> precise when you're doing this thing. So everyone is laughing because they were with me and they know. They know that you're on, not alright. <laughs> yeah. But chef doesn't know that, hey, these people didn't sleep. Everyone is just looking at me and I'm just shaking. It was the funniest thing ever. But then it was, everyone just helped and then we laughed about it at the end of the day. It was, yo, it was a mess. It was a mess. <laughs> it must have been one hell yeah. of a day, hey. <laughs> it was the longest day of my life. If you were to have like one last meal, what would it be? Oh, that's easy. Samp and tribe. Oh. You did say you love Sam. I thought you were gonna say pasta though, because it's a speciality. You, mm-hmm. I, I could eat Sam every day. Wow. And I'll be happy. <laughs> All right. Is there any other chef out there that you look up to? I can't say one one specific chef, but the one chef that has made me become more comfortable in what I do, because I love traditional food. I embrace traditional. Food. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite kind of cuisine. And it's so sad that we recently just lost him. Um, chef Les, Les the chef, oh, oh who just yes. passed away recently. May he rest in peace. Yeah. That is the one chef that I looked up to. And I was like, oh my word, I aspire to work with this person. Be in their presence. Because not a lot of cuisines or not, like, there isn't really much space for us to embrace and celebrate our our cultural food in like a big space or in like a big limelight and it's not considered as fancy or as yeah as fancy to be celebrated like all the other cuisines and he made it very 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 cool and acceptable for us to fully just celebrate and love our cuisine which is what i loved i intend to do for the rest of my career yeah, it's such, so, yeah. such it's so sad that he he's he's gone. Like I used to stalk him yeah. as well. Sometimes when I when I wanna make when I want to impress, I usually stalk all your pages to look for nice recipes. <laughs> yeah. All right. And how do you stay uh, up to date with current food trends? Depends what it is. I I I don't follow food trends. I don't wanna lie. I don't really follow food trends that much. Mm-hmm. I just do what I like and what works for me. Yeah. Because I I found that trying to always stay on trend, you kind of get lost in the waves yeah. and the force and whatever is happening. And then when you try to get back to your original which is what you love and like the core of your whole page if I may call it that your work or your page then it's like "Mm." so I just do what I want to do what I like I still look at trends yes but I don't think I necessarily follow I may take like a few tips here and there but I don't fully immerse myself in trends Hmm. honestly I, I actually like that yeah. because what's gonna happen when we wake up one day and there's none of that you know you see <laughs> so yeah yeah are you are you currently working on any big projects at the moment there's something coming out in the beginning of i think august yeah in the beginning of august i can't say anything about it it's with one of my absolute favorite brands all right I'm super excited for it august what it is 
so, I can't yeah. wait to see it. I'm definitely going to be on yeah. the lookout for that one. And the other one, I don't know when it's going to come out. But when it comes out, everyone will be like, okay, that's what she was talking about. We see so, you. Yeah, I can't say anything yet, but they're coming. <laughs> All right. So what's your favorite quote? You know, that thing that gets you up in the morning, be it a Bible verse, whatever. But that thing that keeps you going, what, what would you say is your favorite um, quote? Not really a quote. The one thing I say to myself every morning Mm-hmm. is that your time is coming like i know it sounds very simple but i'm in a space where there's like a lot of people doing what i do and if that comes i don't know i with other content creators and other chefs that i i talk to and are in my circle so there's a thing of you compare yourselves to people even if you don't do it consciously you have that thing at the back of your mind that oh my god am i gonna make it is this gonna work out yeah. and all of that and you know imposter syndrome sets in and you start doubting yourself and all of that so every morning i wake up and i'm just like you're gonna do it your time is coming and that god is always in control hmm. like that is the one thing i always say and that nothing that god gives me is too heavy for me to handle hmm. honestly hmm. so yeah it. I like that your time is coming. You You must also understand that everybody has different timing. Your things are gonna pop, but my things won't pop at the exact same time. I like that. Right? Yeah. And what advice would you give to young listeners, to young chefs out there, or just my listeners in general, entrepreneurs who are starting out their businesses or who are just going through life? What advice would you like to put out there? Like, don't limit yourself. Mm-hmm. In a sense that when we go, when you are at school and you are trained, like, okay, you go to school, you finish school, you do your training, after your training, you work in the kitchen, you work your way up the ranks, yeah. which is amazing, which is fine, and you learn and all of that, but you mustn't confine yourself to the strictness of everything, because there's literally like a whole other world that... I am still discovering and I'm just like, why were we not taught about this in school? Like with the whole content creation, that has opened a whole nother world of work for me that I did not even think of when I was in school. Yeah. So one mustn't really limit themselves, man. You can yeah. do so much. You can be yes. like a don't stylist, you can a be a photographer. Yeah, you know, it's just so much to do. And so much to learn that you don't necessarily have to work in a professional kitchen for you to be like, you are doing well or you are making it. There are so many other avenues to be tapped that are amazing. That's it. Thank you so much for that advice. Now, before I let you go, where can people find you on social media? Like, where can we go and look at your amazing work, try to follow it and try to come up with something that looks like what you've just made? Where can we find you? <laughs> um, people can find me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Twitter and Instagram is at the lazy chef underscore ZA. Mm-hmm. And on Facebook, it is the lazy chef za and i have a website that is going to be launching very soon and that will be up on all my social media pages as soon as it is up and running all right congratulations on that and thank you so much for coming to the here to us podcast it was a pleasure having you and i'm so happy that you gave me your time i'm really really grateful thank you so much thank you for having me (laughs) thank you so so much that was the lazy chef they joining me on the here to us podcast 
when we were talking about food and we're getting to know her a little bit better thank you guys so much for listening to the here to us podcast i hope that if you're in a culinary situation if you love food if you're a foodie that you go check out her page and you go follow her you support i promise you guys her, her stories her recipes easy things love it love it love it now thank you guys so much for joining me today do join me again next week monday for another fun thrilling episode of the here to ask podcast hosted by me michelle k remember be good if you cannot be good be safe thank you so much for listening